Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. It's John and Lance. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's John Granato and Lance Zerline. Uh, so, Lance, for those of you who didn't hear, Lance sat next to Bobby. Okay, first of all, do you sit in the middle seat on purpose just in case someone would sit next to you like you're a groupie? Uh, no. And in fact, I upgraded my seat using my miles I have so I could go sit with the big time. Oh, you sat in first in first class? Yeah. We oh, you're not a man of the people like I am. We didn't even get... Okay. I didn't take a jet out during a hurricane. Yeah, right. Okay, so... I actually did ContraFlow with a 14-hour trip to Austin to okay. save my family. Okay, well, um, uh, I don't sit in first class when I fly to Indianapolis, but okay. Well, so you sat next to Bob... Class. Okay, it, did, was Where there do you any sit point, when you fly to West Palm Beach? What I, I fly for coach all the time, always, always, always. I we, try to even get the, the, even I that, try to get the uh, exit aisle. Even that which time I will when not the owner, help anyone. They ask if you'll help people. No. Even that time when the owner flew you out. When the owner? Oh well, yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. That that time. Well, the owner asked. I got on the owner's What's plane. That? Yeah. Was you that he asked me? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was great. So, Man so of the but people. regardless, when I fly commercial, I I try to get the uh you know the exit row, Here more leg trying room. To, he's trying to re- rebrand as man of the people after you have the owner of a baseball team. John, will you get on my jet? Well, he asked me to. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. I wanted to fly commercial with the people. But I did. Jim Crane forced you on. I wasn't plane. the only media person on there. I'm anyway. aware, but you were one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You, so you, why didn't you turn it down, man? The people. I didn't turn it down because oh, I'm not. Did you, do you think I'm going to be rude? Like yes, Lance was rude. Yes. Okay. At what point did you feel like Bobby Slowick really wanted you to stop talking and he wanted to go to sleep on the plane? Well, he wanted to watch prospects actually. So probably um, he probably couldn't wait for the plane to get in the air. We we're on the tarmac a little long, but even in the air, it didn't save him. Um, I would say probably about twelve to fifteen minutes in. Yeah. No. Yeah, 15 to probably about 30 minutes in. Okay, how did you identify yourself? <laughs> I can't uh, tell you this. I don't know. Oh, identified as as uh, he, him. No, 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 no. Oh, not oh, not okay. your your gender, like NFL.com's oh, Lancer yeah. line or yeah, ESPN yeah. 97.5. No, I, hey, uh, I said, hey, uh, Lance Zerline, and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, how you doing? I said, yeah, dude. Well, I did NFL first, but then I brought up radio whenever I was talking about what the people want to see. And because uh, I did represent the people, I said, well, you know, the people would like this. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I said, but don't listen to them. They're dumb. You need. Ooh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That you, you need to look. Not uh, a man of the people. Those of us in first class understand that running backs in those outside zone scheme need, need to be able to plant and go. Okay. And we did talk a little bit about, you know, about Damian Pierce and different things that he's no big deal. I mean, I'm not going to share everything, but he was, he was very gracious, really nice guy. I will say this. Though. Look, <clears throat> I got up to use the bathroom 
the defense coordinator, Matt Burke, was in the row across from us with some other guy. And he goes, <laughs> I heard him make the comment across the way to Bobby Slowick as I'm waiting for a bathroom. He goes, there's a lot going on over there. <laughs> Me talking to him. Yeah, I got stuck with. But he didn't know I was one of them. Like, he didn't know I was a hardcore, big-time football guy. Like, he probably just thought I was some, you know, casual. He didn't know that I was. No, he didn't know that. Yeah, he, he, didn't he didn't have your credentials. So did you go back and tell him, hey, LanceErlineNFL.com? <laughs> no, Matt kind of intimidated me with that beard. I decided not to mess with him. Okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I let Matt, because me and Bobby had already built up a relationship and a friendship, so. Oh, <laughs> you have a friendship now? You yeah, and Bobby have a friendship? Oh my Okay, God. let me check a kinship. This is, oh my gosh. Let's get, oh, Chris. Chris in here on ESPN 97.5. And I, hey, Chris. Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, I was going to ask a draft question. I still am, but I love, John, anytime you have to preface when I fly commercial, as if any of us listening ever fly anything but commercial. Um, so I think that's hilarious, but uh, I digress. Um, Lance, so I was thinking if, if the Falcons do get Justin Fields and maybe a few of a second or a couple thirds, do you think now they shift their focus? Because they have weapons, maybe the offensive tackle. There's five or six that are really good. I think eight might be a little high, except, except for Joe Alt or maybe a couple others. And then my second draft qu- question is, yesterday NFL. I don't know if it was you or somebody, I think it was somebody else put out that Byron Murphy was the Texans pick at 23. I don't see him sliding that low, so I was just curious. How do these guys that put out these mock drafts, I mean, do they just say, hey, these 23 teams we know are looking here, so we got to slot these other seven or eight players because, you know, we know they're first-round talent, but we're not sure where they're going to go. I would love to get Byron Murphy. I just didn't know that's anything you've been hearing. And I'll hang up and listen. Love you guys' show. Thanks. Uh, I'm sure they would love to get Byron Murphy, too, but he's not going to make it there. He's about to have a huge combine. Byron Murphy's going to run, like, in the fourth sevens. He's going to jump high. Byron Murphy's about to be one of the stars of the combine. And... um which is why I've already got him at 14 because I'm anticipating that happening. Um, he's, he's going to go high. Um, I think what that, whoever did that mock draft is probably just looking for needs and just slotting a, you know, slotting a position of need with best player and putting them there. He won't, he won't make it to 23. So I would, I would say that's not going to happen. Um, as far as the Falcons, they could go tackle. I've heard rumor has it that they're looking for wide receiver. So, quarterback and wide receiver so what i think might happen is they could go you know justin fields as i mentioned in a trade but using maybe a future first and then uh use their number number eight pick to grab best receiver on the board or offensive tackle so yeah i think uh, what if neighbors and harrison are gone well roma dunce yeah okay so is he is he worth the eighth pick to you so here's what you're going to have. You're going to have, I think, four quarterbacks going to top 10. You're going to have three uh, wide receivers going to top 10. So that's now we're at seven. Now we're getting into cornerback. Brock uh, Bowers. Uh, uh, Brock's going to probably fall outside of that, even though he's really talented. Then you're going to have, um, uh, I think, Terry and Arnold. You'll have cornerback somewhere potentially in the top 10. Joe Walt. One or two, yeah, one or two offensive linemen, and maybe even Byron Murphy slipping up there. So there is a chance that, you know, there's a, a certain level of congestion that could push Real Medunze to number eight. Um, 
I just, if you're the Falcons, I've heard that's what they want to do. And if that's the case, then what are they going to learn? Why are they keep drafting skill position guys? Like, and, and this is why I don't know if they'll draft rookie quarterback. They only have so long to go with Drake London and Kyle Pitts' contract. They're going to have to try to get the most out of those guys. So I think they may try to go after established quarterback that's young. And there's only, I mean, how many of those guys are there? There's Justin Fields. And while he's not a great passer, I think he'd give you a better chance of bringing together the talent of all that offensive talent that you spent draft capital on. Wouldn't you like somebody who could maybe help bring that together? And that's why I think they'd look for a veteran, um, but somebody who they could still grow with. It's like, who are the guys who are going to get traded? It's, there's going to be, there's not a lot of young guys who are going to get traded. Um, I mean, maybe they'd be interested in a Davis Mills. Could I interest you in a Davis Mills? What? So I, we're watching ESPN right now, and the, the the thought is, okay, the Steelers give up a second-round pick and Jalen Warren. That Would would that be something that you would – I think that would be attractive to the Bears for Justin Fields. Uh, Yeah. Warren's contract's coming up, though. He's been – this is, what, year three, year four. So his contract's coming up. You'd have to pay him, too, if you want to keep him. I'd rather get more than a second. I'd probably ask for – um, I mean, Warren's not bad. Warren's pretty interesting. No. I like. I don't know that the Steelers want to give him up. They'd probably rather have you take Najee off their hands. But um, I'd probably rather say. Yeah, but well, I ain't taking that. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, we'll just take. Uh, we'll just take your one next year. And if you buck against that, then we'll take a two this year, a two next year, and then we'll ask for. Uh, you know, we'll flip flop our four for a three. And you get our four, something like that. This is his third, going into his third year. So you got two more years of him. Jalen Warren. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Two years isn't bad. He's a good player. I like him. That's not, it's not bad. I just think you still should get more than that. Uh, And maybe, maybe they were throwing more. 812 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 Orlando, you're up first. Julian, anybody else? 713 780 3776. But John Daspit is who we're talking about now. John Daspit is personal injury lawyer in Houston, but he's personal injury lawyer across the state. He's the biggest in Houston. He's second biggest in the state, but I think he leads the uh, leads the state and one of the biggest in the countries in term in the country in terms of getting settlement the settlement amounts. What he does is he does not he's not going to be satisfied with 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 operating to get you just a a small amount to cover your bills. What he wants to do is make sure not only all your bills are covered, time off from work is covered. Your physical therapy is covered, not just now, but what you're going to need in the future. Any surgeries that you need because of your accident or because of someone else's negligence, he's going to make sure that that's covered. The insurance companies want to get you a check as quickly as possible, get you to sign on a dotted line, and you're done. If you have issues that arise, you can't come back. If you have persisting issues, you can't come back. What is your pain and suffering worth? To the insurance company, not much. To John Daspit, plenty. So make sure that you come first and not the company where you were injured or the person on the road where where you were injured. Um, That was not your fault. John Daspit wants to passionately pursue justice for the injured, and he does that relentlessly, and he's got a great winning percentage. It's John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm. Call 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW or go to DaspitLaw.com. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. You are listening.
listening to Houston's longest-running sports radio morning show. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's John and Lance. All right. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, not a great day for our teams. Astros got slapped around. Rockets got slapped around. Although our number one Cougs won. I watched all three of those games. My wife was packing for a trip and uh, and and trying on stuff and all kinds of stuff. And so I was in front of the TV watching Jordan rip a single to center. And he's and they, and and uh, you know, uh, Blummer was on the call along with Todd, and uh, he's ready. Nobody else is ready, but 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 Jordan's ready for the season at the number two hole. Apparently, Joe Espada went to him a couple of times and talked to him a couple of times. He said, "I'm I'm thinking about you in the two hole," and and Jordan just laughed. He just was like, ha, "Okay," and then and then he goes, and then like the third time, he goes, "Are you serious?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm serious." I'm serious about this. And you know, and I was like, what else? Okay. I love it. I mean, you want to talk about, they think the two holes, the most important. And then after that, it might be the five hole. And it looks like a Brayu is going to be slotted into the five hole. Yeah. No, a spot of love the way. Listen, after he came back from his back problem, he slugged five thirty six, bro. He was good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was good. He had four homers in the postseason. I don't know if you remember. Dude, he was one of the only guys that was stepping up game after game. Yeah, he actually, yeah, he actually did. I just, it's like I can't just forget the entire season. But you're right, maybe, maybe it was just the back. I mean, what a, what a great deal with that. You know, that would be a phenomenal deal if it was the back and everything other than the back. He, he's good to go now. That would be amazing. But um, how about, of course, Jordan said, "What the twenty in the two hole? Yeah. Do I look like Pena?" Do I look – I'm sorry. Am I Jeremy Pena? Do I look like – yeah, who do I look like to you? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Jordan Alvarez. But you know what? That's where Otani – Otani, his first game yesterday, two homers, Otani. Um, yeah, that's where Otani hits. Good player. That's where Trout is going to hit now that Otani is gone. That's where Barry Bonds was hitting at the end of his career, the two-hole. That's where you put your best hitter, two-hole. Uh, and I don't want to hear any two-hole jokes. I've already got one in there. Kaz Matsui, he had two-hole problems. I don't want to hear it. We don't need that in our lives. So you can stop that already, Twitter. Um, so I'd like it, though. Altuve, Jordan, Bregman, Tucker, Abreu, uh, uh, Kaz, Chaz, rather, then whatever, Pena, whatever, who has ever hidden. I mean, this is a nice one through six, boys. Why not Tucker, too? Uh, yeah, I guess you could do that, too. Tucker is healthy. Who knows? They might do that. But again, it's left, right, left, right, left, right, which is nice. That that does solve that problem, too. Uh, we, yeah, then, but, I mean, you could do that with either Jordan hitting four or Jordan hitting oh, two. Oh, by like, the way, yeah, I, I, I just saw a stat. Jordan is the second greatest left-handed hitter against left-handed pitching maybe ever. Only Barry Bonds had a higher slugging percentage against left-handed pitching in the last 50 years. And Barry Bonds doesn't count. Well, but he still did. He still did what he did. So, I mean, only Barry Bonds has been better against and over the last 50 years or so. That's how good Jordan is against left-handed pitching. And Tucker's up there as well. 
So, I mean, he those guys ain't scared of left. But, yeah, I mean, you could, you could oh, here comes Jordan. We've got to bring in a left-hander. Oh, really? Because then Bregman's up and then Tucker's and then Tucker's up and then Abreu's up. Okay, go go ahead. Do what, it, do what you got to do. I like this team. I like this team as much as any team the Astros have fielded. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess why wouldn't you? I mean, it's the same team. Yeah, and even maybe get maybe maybe even better. We'll see. I mean, look at the depth in the pitching. Look at the depth in the bullpen now. If they get Montero right, this is going to be fun. This is going to be good. Let's get Julian in here. Or no, no, no. Orlando's next. Orlando, what's going on, Orlando? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Um, my question is regarding the Texans. Um, I keep seeing the need for a wide receiver, so um, I just wanted to get y'all stopped. Uh, are we are we ready to move on from Mechie, or is uh, you know are we going to probably use him as a situational player? That and then also uh, Lance, where do you see the high priority? Um, I know we lost like half the team due to uh, free agency, but where do you see the highest priority? Uh, on a wish list, I'd love for Saquon and Chris Jones, but I'll hang up and listen and just see where you think Nick is kind of headed in the direction of uh, what he's going to be signing and potentially drafting, and I'll hang up and listen. Well, D'Amico will give you a lot of coach speak, but when he tells you something, he means it, and he said defensive tackle, so I'm trusting him. So I think that's the highest priority. And then after that, I think uh, defensive back, whether it's safety or cornerback, is the next highest priority. And then I would say probably wide receiver. Mechie's just a guy. I want him to be more than that. The reality is he's just not. Um, I think Tank is special. Nico Collins is excellent. And then after that, you just kind of got a mishmash of players. So I think wide receiver is definitely something they need to look at either in free agency or draft within the first three rounds. So I think those positions – you know, to me, and you got to figure out what you're doing running back, but I think that's going to work itself out. I mean, they clearly, I mean, there's no way they go in expecting Damian Pierce to be a lot better. If they, if they thought he wasn't a good fit in that, in that running game, why are they going to think he's a good fit now? Did you move into the bathroom with your, um, I did, I did. I turned the water on. Um, I may have gotten some, uh, I thought I got peanut butter. I thought I'd made out like I went and got my coffee and I, I saw a little peanut butter thing. Oh, I'm going to take this and I'll just eat this peanut butter for free. I thought, because it's there with jelly, peanut butter. There's the stuff you put in your coffee. I thought, oh, this is nice. I opened it up without looking. I stuck my um, I stuck my spoon in, put it in my mouth, and it was actually um, syrup. And I was like, Ugh! I thought I was getting peanut butter, and mm-hmm. I just had a bunch of syrup in my mouth. So some of it came out, then I stepped on it, and it got sticky, so I had to – Literally go clean the floor of sticky syrup. So that's so, so specific, it cannot possibly be a lie. And this couldn't wait till a break. Yeah. Uh, no, you get a sticky foot. Like you can't. It's like a pebble in the shoe. Mm. You have to it's, take it out of me. It's the same. Mm-mm. That's. Uh, By the way, uh, would you like to hear something crazy that happened to me? I'm sitting in my bed writing an article yesterday at about six o'clock, about five o'clock. No, about seven seven thirty. Eastern, Neat and stuff. all of a sudden, somebody in the adjo- it, it's somebody in the adjoining in the adjoining room starts trying to open my door, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" So I keep looking over there, seeing what the deal is. Was it Bobby Slowick? You guys, you guys bonded on the, <laughs> no, no, on the plane? No, 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 no. But so I tried to. Uh, he's trying to open the door, and I'm like, "Yes," and then I didn't hear anything. 
So I went over there and I'm like, oh, some kids are probably next door trying to goof around. Don't know you're not supposed to do this. Then I'm on a podcast yesterday at 930 at night. The same thing. I'm on a podcast. I'm talking mm. uh, about offensive line play or something with, with 24-7's podcast. I start hearing somebody trying to get in my room again. I'm like, what the hell? And they keep click, 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 click. And I'm ignoring it. And I'm trying to be a professional like I usually am and mm-hmm. do the podcast. Keep so doing you get it. And all of a sudden. Off his foot. Yeah, but that's that happens to everybody. But so then so then all of a sudden I hear tap, 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 tap on the door. I'm like, what? And I keep doing the podcast because I'm a pro. And I hear mm-hmm. tap, 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 tap. And I said, I just had to interrupt the podcast. I said, hang on, guys. Yes. I said, what do you need? He goes, oh, I hear you um, talking about offensive line play. I am actually uh, – I help – I'm an assistant offensive line coach in uh, on high school, and I write for the Bengals in a Bengals fan site called blah, blah, blah. And I just was wondering if we could talk some offensive line play. I said, I'm on a podcast right now. He goes, okay, uh, what about tomorrow? And I'm like, I'm, I, I hit, this guy was trying to get in my room to talk to me. You can't do that. You can't open somebody's door to come talk offensive line play with them. That's too – That's I draw the line there. Yeah. And this guy's interrupting me where I'm clearly on – he mm-hmm. goes, he goes, I'm just going to sit here by the door and listen, if you don't mind, see what I can mm. – things I can pick up. And neat, I'm like, neat stuff. This neat is, stuff. No, that's not neat stuff. That's a good story. No, that's – Ain't never been no, a heartbroken there, but story. they bust your wallet up good. Oh, champagne room. <laughs> Why are you playing this? And a little bit of diddling. Oh, it's a fiddle here and a song? diddle there. Coming up with a big-ass bill to at the save end. the show? It's a palate cleanser <laughs> for that terrible story. He's trying to save the guys. show. Leave him alone. A guy tried to come into my room to talk about offensive line play at nine thirty. No, do his voice again. Do his voice again. Hey, I'm working for the Bengals. Oh, uh, so, like, I'm just going to stand here by the door and listen to you. Heartbreaker. <laughs> you don't have to say the show. This is a great story. Up good. Oh, champagne room and a little bit of Dylan. Oh, it's a fiddle here and a diddle there. Coming up with a big ass bill at the end. That's not. That's not. That saved the, Dell saved the show. Dell officially. No, he didn't. It was yeah, a great he's the story. lifeguard. He's he's our lifeguard today. Okay. He's not a lifeguard. I, it was a great story. <laughs> Terrible. Story. It was a unique story. It's a story no one else is going to tell. No one else would ever tell that it's on a the radio. Unicorn story. No, no, one no, no, of no. One. no one, one would ever one. tell that story on the radio. That's true. One of they know. Ah, this is too boring. For everybody. Um seven one three seven eight oh three seven seven six. Guys, we're gonna get you in on the other side. We got a couple of lines open, but right now I'm talking about produnk.com. I'm talking about the best goal that's ever it's ever had. Uh, my even my wife loved our pro dunk goal, okay? She it's not like she was dunking on it or anything, but she loved it because of the curb appeal. And, you know, that's kind of a big deal, Dad. If you've got a basket out front with the net is gone, the rim is bent, it's rusted out, how is that curb appeal for your house? 
Okay. How does that make your house look? It makes your house look like crap is what it is. All shungat. You don't want this. What you want is a pro dunk. Okay. It's, it never rusts. It's a perfect goal. The insulation is, is, uh, is the best. These guys are professionals and they're going to put it in perfectly. You're going to raise and lower the goal. So the kids will love it, but your wife will love it too because it looks like the best goal ever made. And that's what she wants outside your house. I don't know what your house looks like. But your goal could look great, and it makes your house look better. Curb appeal, and that's what the Pro Dunk has. And so she'll love it. The kids will love it because you can raise and lower the goal. You'll love it because the kids are outside playing as opposed to you know eating Cheetos and playing video games in the house. So you're looking for the best goal. Everybody wants it. ProDunk.com, ProDunk.com. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. Sugarland, oh Sugarland, hot in the summer and I can't get a hit. Tired of this. You are listening to Houston's longest running sports radio morning show from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's John and Lance. Sugarland, oh mosquito Sugarland. This isn't a song. And my baby's gone back to Conroe. <laughs> my wife said she got home from war or she was she got home from uh workout and she's sitting in the driveway and she had to go get to, and go to work but she couldn't leave the car because lance was singing these songs and and i know if you got my wife listening to lance singing then i mean you captured the city you, i was born in the muck down by the water with a feature Mike Evans and me just out there running nine rounds. Oh, I was born in the mud out by Galveston County. Mike runs a dig and I'm running a post corner for the Lord. <laughs> that really is a banger. That is a banger. <laughs> I mean, I was on one that day. I'll just tell you that. Oh, yeah, you were. No, I think you different. were. Were you doing mushrooms that show? Cause <clears throat> never done were you, mushrooms. Were you with Frank? Never done Coke. Okay. Never done that stuff. Right. But I feel like I have before. No, I felt like that I have accidentally. I have accidentally done speed with an Adderall. It was an accident. Okay. I, just I did wanted... one of my best radio shows then, but I will tell you that. Yeah. Greenies. You and all the, all the major leaguers doing greenies. Let's uh, get... Julian in here. Hey, Julian, what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> so when you're running the, when y'all are doing that concept, you and Mike Evans, is the safety going to go toward, is, is, is he going to be so stressed out? Is he going to go for you or is he going to go for Mike? I mean, I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah. But seriously, J.J. McCarthy, why, what's the, what's the admiration for him? He had 22 touchdowns in 15 games. He threw for under over 300 yards like twice. Uh, in three games, he had 10 of the 22. And I just I, – I don't get why he's so revered. He had all these draft – NFL draft prospects around him, but they still didn't let him – like, he wasn't the reason they won. You know what I mean? They just relied on the run. And I don't understand why this 6'3", lanky, skinny guy is, is so revered. Y'all have a good day, man. I do. I get it. Um, when he well, gets first thrown, of all, his passing stats are irrelevant. 
their offense was a, a running offense. It's a pro-style offense. Yeah. And when it's he a- got the opportunity to throw, he was successful. I mean, he'll probably get more opportunity. You know what? There's a lot, lot of tread still on that tire. Because you don't he didn't, talk about quarterbacks that way. Yes, he didn't throw too much, Lance. So there's a lot of tread still in that arm. Okay. Uh, no, when he was successful, and oh, by the way, he's athletic. What? What? Don't what, I? Don't get what you wouldn't like about what about him. I well, don't. I don't I, think I like on tape. I just think he's okay on tape. I don't go crazy over him on tape. But I'm just telling you, people who do this for a living, like for a real living, they get not only hired but also fired. There's some people who really do like him because they they don't care that his stats aren't big. That's not their offense. They're off, but they think when he needed to make big plays, he did it. They think he's a winner. They think he sees the field well. So, I mean, look, would I draft him that high? No, but I think he's going inside the top twelve. I think you can lock it in. I don't. Yeah, I don't care specifically about the stats, but the context of where those stats come from, I care about because he. I would say McCarthy, if we're talking about all the top quarterbacks, probably faced the least amount of pressure as far as having to make plays because of how good the offensive line, the running backs were, and how good their defense was. He he seemed to always be in a position where, hey, we need to hand it off on third and eight and punt the football because that's the that's the better option. We can do that because we'll just run our defense out there and get a stop. That would be my only concern. I guess you want to call it game pressure situations. How often did he have to deal with that when you compare him to other guys? Like We know Daniels at LSU. If he didn't do what he had to do, LSU would have won four or five games. We know the USC defense stunk. That's why Caleb Williams had even Drake May. Uh, as much as I talk, I don't believe in him as far as others do, but North Carolina wasn't a su- supremely talented squad. He had to make a lot of plays for them to compete. Jason McCarthy? I think he was a beneficiary of a big-time roster. And we'll see how that plays out when he plays with lesser talent, and a then, lesser talent advantage. And there's also the, I mean, the the room, too, and, and the leadership. And Jim Harbaugh felt like he was just, he's just the best. He, fine, might, yeah. me, he might be the best this is Michigan the new, quarterback uh, ever. The new, Better than Tom Brady? Well, the new conspiracy as far as what he did at Michigan? Is, yeah. Is, he won an Addy. Brian Greasy run it and won a natty. Yeah, but but JJ's better than Brian Greasy. I don't know. In college, Brian Greasy was a pretty good player. I don't. I don't. I don't it's a long time ago. It's like ninety seven when he did it. But so sure, I don't really have a dog in that fight. Uh, let's get uh, Ryan in here. Hey, Ryan. Hey, good morning, guys. I wanted to uh, circle back around when y'all were talking about Justin Fields Arrow getting traded to the Steelers, and this is a, a two part question: is is one aren't the Steelers like the model organization of giving people a chance and and i would assume that they're going to run with kenny one more year um even though it's been a disaster but bringing in arthur smith this is my second part is the quarterbacks he's worked with usually aren't the justin fields prototype individual so i would assume that he's not going to really want to run first type guy when his experience is with uh you know the guys on the titans in atlanta so just just want to know your thoughts on that they just don't seem like somebody who would go trade um, and give up on Kenny after only two years after drafting him in the first round. I don't think they're. I don't think they're making a quarterback move either. I think they give Kenny one more year, but that might be expedited if they think Justin Fields. You know, if Arthur Smith is, has. Uh, I know what you're saying, but you can still be a run first team with a quarterback who can run too. So uh, they may look at that as, hey, we'll just add the quarterback into our running game, and we will be a run first team because he also had. He also has had um, 
who Ryan Tannehill, I guess that he, no, 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 that wasn't him. That was somebody else. Or was that Arthur Smith that had Ryan Tannehill who could run? I just know this. If your quarterback runs like Justin Fields, you now have him as part of the running game. So you can still stay run first, but I just don't think the Steelers where they are. I don't see them doing. I just think they'll sit tight for the year and let Kenny Pickett have one more year. The Steelers are not the type of organization that is, they're not fast on anything. They give people chances. And I know Kevin Colbert's not there anymore. So we'll see if Omar Khan's the same way. But Steeler head coach, Steeler ownership, they don't like, they don't do, they don't make rash decisions. And I, I don't know if it's a rash decision to say Kenny Pickett ain't it, but I still think he'll get a third year. Uh, it's 841 on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, 713-780-3776 is the number. If you would like to get in here, 713-780-3776. Lance is live <coughs> at the uh, Combine. He's going to be there. So everything is going on at night now, right? Yeah, it's been that way for, uh, well, not 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 in, the, not in the weekend, but it's been that way on Thursday and Friday the last few years. Yeah, you're gonna. So, what are you doing? What? Who are you? Where, where are we gonna see you this week? Uh, I'll be on NFL uh, Plus, so the streaming service. I'll be on NFL Plus doing the hour before um, the hour before the combine. I'll be on there taking a look at the players I expect to do well, guys to look for, stuff like that. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be on NFL Plus with Rhett Lewis and Bucky Brooks and. Like, give you a heads up, my one guy I'm most excited about from Thursday's group is Byron Murphy from Texas, the guy that I think can help himself the most. My answer on that one, it's linebackers and defensive line, um, I think was uh, Michael Hall, pass rusher from Ohio State, fastest 40 time. Everyone else is going Chop Robinson, but I'm going with uh, Edrin Cooper from Texas A&M, that dude can really, really run. He is fast. I think he's going to be the fastest linebacker um, out of all – and an edge player. You know, whoever the fastest guy is on Thursday, I think it's going to be Edron Cooper. So we'll look at those kind of guys. All right. So uh, M- uh, NFL Plus, NFL.com mm-hmm. Plus, is that what it's called? I never heard of this. When did, when yeah. did Plus start? Yeah, no, the league is very excited that so few people have heard of it. Um <laughs> It helps not to have subscribers. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna limit if we're gonna keep cutting budget because we want to migrate to streaming, uh, it always helps when people don't know about your streaming platform. Did did, did Bobby Slowick so know you, you were gonna news. be on on their least performing platform? Did Bobby Slowick know that or no? Um, when you were grilling him the entire plane trip, you know what he didn't say. What exactly? What do you do? I don't even know what you do. He didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that once. He goes, oh, yeah, Lance Erline. Now, he may have just been saying, oh, yeah, Lance Erline. Like, because of the way I introduced myself, he maybe didn't want to embarrass me. But then when I said uh, host of ESPN 97.5, where we have cocky Bobby Slowick call in. You didn't tell him about cocky Bobby Slowick. That's the best. No, but I wish I – I don't know him well enough. We're not friends. And, like, we have to sit I by each other friends now. a second time to really – well, we're, we're we have a kinship. Oh no! But we become friends. No, trust me, he's never. If we sitting have a drink in, together. He's never sitting in first class again. He's going to sit in the last row of the plane because so he can. Yeah, avo- I'm not sitting there, but now. I'll find him. Yeah, 
What if I, what if I go, sir, would you like my first, I upgraded with miles. Would you like my first class seat? So I'll take yours. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go back in row 27. Hey, Bobby. You'll go back. No, you'll stand there for, at the bathroom. I'm waiting on the bathroom and just, and, and just bother him. Uh, I think the bathroom's so like, open. Well, no, when you're no. looking for wide receivers, <laughs> uh, 844 ESPN. Like, what do you look for in your passing scheme? 844 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Time to talk about. For those of you who didn't hear, Lance sat next to Texans offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick on the way here, on the way to he Indianapolis. regretted. And he, he, he absolutely regretted that whole trip. Time now to talk, though, about home bank. You're not going to regret going to home bank. Local bankers ready to help you meet your financial goals. That's their goal. Help you reach your financial goals. Business and personal banking solutions for nearly any need. And they have competitive rates. And right now, they got great CD rates. An annual yield of 5.15% on a seven-month CD. Or if you want a longer term, 4.75% APY on a 14-month CD. So you just have to tie your money up for seven or 14 months, okay? It's got to be at least $2,500. That's the minimum minimum uh, balance that you can have. But put more in because that's a great rate of return. You're not getting that kind of rate of return, okay? So you are going to get that at Home Bank. River Oaks, Sugarland, Gulf Freeway, Baybrook, Friendswood. They've got locations, all of those places. You can visit home24bank.com for more information. Stop by, talk to them. If you need personal or business banking solutions, especially checking solutions for your business, Home Bank, 24, home24bank.com, or go to Home Bank, or stop by one of the locations, Home Bank, member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. I don't know how it's going to go, but I guess we'll see. I never stay in one place too long. The dirt roads You're listening to John and Lance and some great music presented by R.C. Ranch. The official beef jerky of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. That's Lainey Wilson, who you'll be able to see at the rodeo. Her she'll be in town on March 9th. So all throughout the day, you're gonna you're gonna hear musical artists that are gonna be at the rodeo, thanks to RC Ranch. So listen, maybe love Lainey Wilson. We talked about her earlier this week, not necessarily about her music. My wife wants to go. We're going, we're going to that. To I see Lainey Wilson? Yeah. That Okay. That'll be March the 9th. Elmers. Maybe see Granado out there and watch Granado and Wendy watch Lainey Wilson March 9th. You don't want to watch us watch so Maybe Lainey. people want to watch you watch Lainey. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants Gilbert that. Gilbert Wood. Gilbert Wood. Gilbert Wood. Oh, man, have I had some conversations about Gilbert with Colleen Wolf? <laughs> Did she... Uh, if I'm her, I'm like, okay, thanks, Lance. She said, I've got a lot of stuff laying around the office that I can get rid of, so I'll I'll just pack it all up and send it. And she goes, man, I I wasn't really ready for all that. He went right to the husband question. <laughs> I said, yeah, he's. I said he's he's harmless. I said he has had very like very small restraining orders. She goes, oh, the small kind. <laughs> 
And I said, yes, he's had very insignificant restraining orders from people who just didn't want him calling every day and whatnot. Mm. I said, but he's, he's good. Gilbert's our guy and everything's fine. I said, and you know, he doesn't have your number, so you're safe. Uh, but unfortunately I can already tell based on the call that Gilbert will not stop until she comes and takes a picture. She can send all the stuff in the world to him. It's not going to matter until he gets his picture. Yeah. That's not going to, why don't we get him back on you and Wendy coming over for the picture? Why, why can't we deflect and get him back on that track? Wait, you brought Colleen Wolf to the table. Now you want to deflect. Yeah. I I should never have done that to her. That wasn't fair. Yeah. No, you were right. You're right. It wasn't fair, and you yet you and you knew that beforehand, and still did it. Yeah, I, I got to reassess sometimes. I, Some that was friend. not a good move. Some friend you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was not a great move on my part. But you know what? We learn. How much <laughs> syrup did I get all over the place? My God, what? Why are you? You sure you didn't spill syrup? Spill quote unquote syrup I think on I purpose? Did, man, I got syrup on my notebook now. Now I'm going to have to go back into the bathroom so you guys can listen to me run water. What kind of fetish do you have? That First you had a guy trying to get in your room, and now you you got syrup in your – what kind of party are you having up there? Yeah. Uh, the lamest party in the world. Offensive line talk and thinking that peanut butter is – thinking it's peanut butter when it's actually syrup. That kind of party. Hmm. Sounds like a like, like a hit. Oh, Bobby's calling in. I wonder if this is Bobby Slowick. Is this the uppity Bobby Slowick? I don't know. We don't know. Let's see if this is it's Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, uh, hey, sports fellas. No, that's why is this a thing now? No, I don't it just happened. Uh, no, no, no this is not Bobby Slowick. I, w- I wanted to say uh, R.I.P. to the bench and R.I.P. to Spencer. But uh, Lance, uh, out of all the out of all the prospects, who has the best looking feet, man? Just wanted to know. This is not a thing. This is not a thing. I just, I just, I, I just said, I like that. I like when women don't have gross feet. That's basically I like, it. I like pretty feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I overstated. I just, I like my my wife has great feet, or I wouldn't have married her. Uh, okay. So, so you you just wanted that to be? But he asked you a specific question. Which I don't know. I draft hate, prospect I hate has feet. the best I hate feet. Man feet. Everyone needs to always be in socks and shoes. No. I don't love socks and slides. No, you got left tackles look, but... who have great feet. Yeah. Oh, 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 if he mean wait, is that what he just who has great feet? Oh, yeah. he, he Fire... said feet. He didn't say aesthetic. Oh, I, I went too pleasing. far with it. But you yeah, went, went right to how pretty they are. Byron Murphy, Braden Fisk from Florida State is one. That's another guy with 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 great Ooh, footwork. How about Fisk? What about that? What about wh- how high will he go? Second round. Yeah. I mean, he's got little T-Rex arms. He's like 31-inch arms, so he's a little T-Rex, but he's a T-Rex. But you know what else he's T-Rex a, is? They attacked. Wrecker. He's a house wrecker. Yeah, he's a T-Rex, but T-Rex also murdered and killed and were and were just insatiable predators, which I like that too. So it's not like you can't be a predator with short arms. And he is a house wrecker. I gave him a, a starting grade, uh, an average starting grade, which I think he'll become, but he is – he starts to remind you of Kyle Williams. Remember him, John, from Buffalo, where yeah. he just he was just an enormous LSU. pain in the ass from LSU. Yeah, just an enormous pain in the ass. He was always getting in the backfield. He, this is kind of the same guy, and they're both white, which is is a racial comp, also. Right. What? Oh, you can. Oh, whoa! But aren't you supposed to compare him for quarterbacks to Warren Sapp? For quarterbacks, we cross oh. the reference. 
and wide receivers. Those are the important cross-racial references you make. Amendola's not DK Metcalf? <clears throat> you know who uh, Drake May reminds me of? Drew Locke? Bra- Byron Leftwich. Geno Smith. Geno. Yep. Oh. Do you know who um, Caleb Williams reminds me of? Aaron Rodgers. Is that going to be his comp? Uh, not yet. I'm still working on comps. I'm still not currently. That's not his comp. Um, currently it's, it's Kyler Murray, which you think is a slam. I happen to be right next door to Kyler Murray's quarterback coach. Was he the one who wanted offensive line talk? No, he's the one who was in a knee, knee scooter because he tore his Achilles playing basketball, which I was able to talk to him about knee scooter stuff too. (laughs) That's how you made the connection? Yeah. I got a I knee like, scooter. Oh, oh you got the before. latest knee scooter. I had oh, a I've knee scooter before. too, but it wasn't nearly as cool as your knee scooter. I've been there before, so let's talk quarterbacks. Mm. <laughs> Let me tell you something you need to look at to replace Kyler. And so I gave him some guys he needs to be looking at. Mm, okay, so you gave oh you gave him some guys. He's NFC. I don't have to worry about it. He's I'm not going to ruin the text and stuff. Okay, so you gave him some guys. Okay. I said, hey, let me. And he goes, yeah, I was at Senior Bowl. I've already worked with Michael Penix and Bo Nix. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll did you, ask you did, questions. Did you but if you have any him, questions, you feel free to ask me. I told him that. Did you happen to ask him why the team put out, this is our QB1 about Kyler Murray yesterday? Like, we had to be reminded that Kyler Murray was their QB1. Because they're trying to stop haters like you and Raheel, who every time he throws something, you go, wee. Well,. Every time you see him throw a pass or run around, Ray always goes, Wee! Wee! We, we used to do that with Johnny when he was at A&M. He said, well, honestly, we, we're watching my wife. Wee! Yeah, that, that Johnny. Have y'all was, seen the video? Johnny was where like this, that, too. This guy, have you seen the video where Kyler, it's a split screen. There's a guy on the right, and there's Kyler Murray on the left. And Kyler Murray, it's a reaction video. And the guy on the right is saying, you might want to find it, Dell. I, I don't. I think it's clean. I think it's clean, but you have to see the visual. He's like, we're talking about Kyler Murray, man. He in high school, this guy was not only a top quarterback, record-setting quarterback in football in Texas high school of all, you know, one of the most powerful states for, te- for high school football. That my man was also an all-state uh, um, shortstop or whatever position he played, outfielder, and he ended up making state. He was drafted in the top, you know, in the second round of the draft. And Kyler's like, he had power. He had a glove. He had range he could get stolen bases and kyle because kyler keeps listening to this and like smiling bigger and bigger and i mean this man had the speed to steal bases he had the speed to steal all he had power but he could steal and steal and steal and that's why he's able to steal 230 million from arizona <laughs> and then at the end and kyler Murray goes from a smile to a frown <laughs> it's actually a very funny you know kyler kyler obviously being self-deprecating that was funny but the stealing 230, I didn't see it coming. That guy got me with that one. He got you. Uh, I don't know that Kyler's all that self deprecating I know his dad ain't. Oh, Kyler on the field doesn't appear to be that no, self-deprecating. No. no. Hey, like, no. that was my fault, that interception, not no. yours. He didn't, seem, he didn't seem that like he That never would, happened. He didn't seem like on the field he'd have a laugh if someone pointed out an issue he had. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. You no. know what I'm always taking the under on? Kyler saying, my bad, during a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take the under. Take the under because Kyler don't do that. You better you better calm down. Your your neighbor can hear you. Apparently, your walls yeah. are paper thin. There, the guy's oh. listening to your podcast oh, yeah, next that's door. 
Well, the Buffalo, B- Buffalo Bill is listening to your podcast next door. I think the guy from Arizona is probably over at the facility or doing interviews from somewhere. But you're right. I probably need to keep it down. Keep it down. All right. You're giving away too much information here. So all the syrup on the floor. Are you, like, filming videos for a site? That's why there's all that syrup on the floor? You mentioned feet and syrup. What's going on in there? No, I just had a drop of syrup that I stepped in. And you said what? About, what about a Lance lot more. with an OnlyFans page? For feet and syrup. For syrup. No. Feet. No. Is that what's going on? You normally don't film that stuff at home. You film it away, I guess. You don't want to be caught. So you are you filming that? Is that what you're doing? Trust me. If I could make money, no one wants to see that. But if I could make money with that. I would just I wouldn't even recognize I'd just say I never met these two gentlemen in my life. You don't have to show your face. It's all about syrup and feet. Yeah, but I don't want people ogling my No, this is making me uncomfortable. This whole thing's making me uncomfortable. I know. Mm-hmm. Go back to playing my music. You want us I'll do that. No, love I it. don't. I don't. Let, it's, mm. they're bangers. I don't know why somebody hasn't put music underneath it. Well, I think they like you acapella. You're lazy. They lo- I'm the lazy. Fact is you could make that really good if you put music underneath it and you put no effort. You hover really- above, rain, <laughs> hell, below. Enough of Killing you. Killing them hogs real nice and slow. <laughs> I'm just- Brett Meyer's going to throw that gas down around your knees. Put you on your ass. This is, ah! this is trademark. Rebels, rebels. I, I did not like this music. I like the new, I like, I like the new album better, though. Rebels, yeah. yeah. Rebels, yeah. I like, I, well, I kind of like the original. Everybody you do? In bondage <laughs> all way down south. Because the, the original is the, the classic. He's going to pull out this. Look away. Is this his encore when he comes out? Yeah. Yes. What? They're like one more song. Well, yeah, one yeah, more, more song. song, and then he plays two, and and he's and he's got the the stuff from the first EP that he plays. You think Brett Myers is it? What, I, what's I think, his banger that he's got? I think no. Cool. You hover above. Right? Show, you gotta have a above. song. Probably I, you hover above. Hover above is always your opener. No, I think that's closes out the Ooh, set. I don't know. I don't know. I, we'll I have think, to talk about this. I think that's this is um. What what what's a I think this is his uh what's My the Bruce encore is going to be hogs hover above hover, yeah, above. hover above yeah I I think this is the one everyone's coming for and he keeps everyone on with bated breath until the end and he mm. walks off the stage thank you Houston and they're like one more song and he waits <laughs> until they get loud enough and he comes out and he and he does it hover above hover rain above. hail below and everyone's like yeah. <laughs> God, I need to have. I just don't want to make a. I just don't want to have a shirt that says Lance Zerline Songs of the South. I just don't think that would be good for my draft stuff. Uh, you know, especially in L.A., me having to go to L.A. Lance Zerline Songs of the South, uh, a concert shirt. I just I don't feel like that would really slap uh, at the on the West Coast as much. But it does feel like there should be a concert shirt. But I I'll just leave it at that. We got a break. 713-780-3776-901. Don't go anywhere. ESPN 97.5.